Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Paging Doug Ford. Paging Doug Ford. Hey, Doug, give me a call. Um, the aspirant to become mayor of Toronto for uh, 2018. Doug Ford uh, is scheduled to be on with me right now. And we want to talk to the former councillor about his ambition to run the city of Toronto. I've seen quite a few media stories already. That's uh, predictable. But uh, what is it that drove Doug Ford to decide to follow in his brother's footsteps as far as pursuing the mayorality of the city of Toronto is concerned. Doug, I just sent you a text with the studio number. Give me a call, please. Uh, Coming up today on the show, Dr. John Cassidy, a research scientist with the International Earthquake Expert uh, Geological Survey of Canada. Dr. Cassidy is going to be talking to us about the the earthquake in Mexico, the 8.1, Huge earthquake, and it has implications for Canada. And there's, of course, a tremendously large earthquake zone in uh, northwestern North America, including British Columbia, the Cascadia zone. And the Mexican earthquake did not follow the expected pattern, and that could have a bearing on what may happen in B.C. and in that Cascadia zone. So, Dr. John Cassidy, later on, Anthony Farnell, Global News Chief Meteorologist, will be with us from Daytona Beach, Florida, as Hurricane Irma approaches the state of Florida. What a a monster, monster storm. I've been uh, watching a great deal of coverage on that today, as so many of us have been listening and watching. And Irma is set to cover virtually the entire state, east to west. And uh, before it gets into Georgia, where there's also evacuation orders, and uh, the Carolinas, and dissipates. But this is going to be uh, a storm like probably no other, even worse than uh, Andrew in 1992. Anthony Farnell, Global News Chief Meteorologist, will be joining us, and Dr. Anand uh, Nadadeskian, Professor of Earth and Planetary Sciences at Johns Hopkins University, will be with us as well. He says that... uh, Global warming is going to see a reduction in numbers of hurricanes, but their strength will be much greater. Uh, With all due respect to the professor, and I appreciate him joining us, that sounds like, to me anyway, an argument of convenience. I know, denier. No, just questioner. Doug Ford joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Radio Network, running for mayor in 2018. We found that out yesterday. Doug, got to have you with us, and I guess the fundamental question everybody's asking is why? Well, Roy, first of all, it's great to be, be on with you and uh, why people are frustrated. People 
people are frustrated uh, with the provincial government, federal government, and specifically in Toronto, they're frustrated with uh, John Tory and, and the increased taxes. He's uh, uh, taxing everything from, he wants to tax road tolls, he's He's proposing a roof tax, meaning uh, as much the larger the roof, the more rain that comes off. He's going to tax you based on, on that, and uh, just a continuous uh, broken promises. It's uh, frustrating. People uh, elect uh, politicians to go in there and do what they say they're going to do, uh, based on, based on their election promises. He said he was going to not do tolls. He's trying to get tolls in. He said he was going to get the traffic moving. Everyone knows uh, Toronto has the worst traffic in North America. It's come to gridlock. And uh, people are just frustrated with the, the broken promises. He said he's going to keep taxes low. They've gone skyrocketing, and sole source deals are happening throughout the city again. So, so we should call we should call Mr. Tory now and engage you guys in a debate. I'd love to. I'll, I'll debate him on any corner, any show, any, anywhere you want because he has done absolutely nothing. I call him the do nothing mayor, and I just ask you, Roy, and I, I just ask some other folks, what has he done? And everyone gives you the blank stare. They, they can't answer. Uh, ask what we, we did. We saved hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm going to be asking our listeners and our callers, Doug, after I finish speaking with you, how they feel about you uh, running for mayor of Toronto, and it'll be interesting to hear what, what they have to say. Now, was it a long time in coming? Did you think about it for a fairly long period of time before you made the decision to run, or had you made the decision some time ago? No, I thought about it, Roy, but what, what uh, people don't realize, when things are, are broken and they can't get any uh, answers from any level of government, they call the Fords. I get anywhere from 15 to 20 constituent calls uh, every single day, no matter if it's a federal, provincial, or municipal election, and I, I do my best to help people out and direct them in the right, right direction. Right now, they aren't getting answers, and uh, they're, they're frustrated. What are you people, planning on? What's, what's the most important? I, I, I know it's going to be stop the gravy train or something like that, right? I mean, you want to cut the expenses in the city of Toronto. That's right. Yeah, so so, so what, what, what is the most fundamental issue that you want to approach right out of the gate? If you're the mayor, what's the first thing you do? Well, first thing, uh, the, the couple thousand people that John Tory hired, we're going to have to review. He just hired someone for uh, to take care of the homeless uh, uh, folks. Meanwhile, we have about eight people doing that, plus committees, plus chair people, and uh, paying this person 175,000 plus 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 equals over 200,000, and they have to work 35 hours a week. Just imagine how the homeless people feel, not mentioning the taxpayers. So he's he's increased spending a billion dollars a year, and I know some people can't comprehend the the billion. I'll, I'll break it down to a thousand dollars a household. Uh, he is paying. He's spending more. And I'm, I'm a strong believer, Roy, okay. and I know you are and your listeners, that you're smarter, we're smarter than the government. I want to talk so, about Doug Ford. Yep. So you know the media are going to be paying very close attention. It's already begun. Sure. I've seen yeah. stories. I've seen them online. I've seen them various places. Some are more objective than others. You ready for that? Sure, I am. We're, we're used to it. You know, the, the Tories had a free ride with the media, untouched, unscathed. Uh, everyone's singing Kumbaya down at City Hall, which is dangerous as anything for the taxpayer. And he still hasn't been able to get anything done. Nothing. It's just uh, the only thing he's gotten done is he's jacked up all the, the taxes. Do you have any warnings for anybody in media, Doug? Areas not to go? Things not to pursue? You know, no, I'm, I'm not worried about that. You know, I, I hope there, there's always going to be uh, the media sharpening their, their knives. They're, they're already have the grinder out sharpening knives, but some media are very fair. And uh, I just want a fair and balanced uh, race. 
and we'll, we'll do our best. And at the end of the day, Roy, it's going to be the people that decide. Yeah, that's the what the constituents deserve. The media. Uh, people are much smarter than media. They see right through the media. Well, you know, we saw what happened in the United States last November, and I'm not drawing a parallel between you and Donald Trump, but the message is not all that dissimilar. Stop the gravy train or drain the swamp. Are you, um, again, I'm not drawing a parallel between you and Donald Trump, but do you think that you have the same kind of fundamental appeal to people who feel absolutely frustrated with what's happening in their personal and professional lives? Well, we've been doing this for 30 years, so people in Toronto and across the country know what our family stands for. And uh, what, what they're frustrated, they, they elect a politician, no matter what party, based on what they say, uh, hoping they're going to do it, and they don't do it. And they're, they're just tired. And I'll, I'll give you an example, Roy, in, in Ontario and Toronto. Uh, people can't even afford to live in, in Toronto, be it a senior or a millennial can't buy a, a home. But every time they stick their hand in their pocket, they got Kathleen Wynne in there, with the outrageous uh, hydro bills, and they stick their hand in their other pocket, and you got John Tory hiking taxes. Or Mr. So, Trudeau. Or Mr. Trudeau. He, he's just as bad, but it's, uh, it's frustrating, to say the least. So how would you, if you're the mayor of Toronto and you know what you want to do, you know what you want to get done, you also know the limitations that the job brings along with it. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at who's in power provincially and federally now, how would you assess Trudeau and when, and how would you deal with them? Well, first of all, I don't think uh, Kathleen when by the time, if I'm fortunate enough to be elected in, in October, uh, hopefully Patrick Brown and the PC party will be elected uh, in June when the election comes up. I, I've door-knocked uh, all around Ontario for the PC party, and I've knocked on doors. People we know and say, hey, Doug, I've been a lifelong liberal, but I am not voting for Kathleen Wynne. They've had it. They open up their, their hydro bills. And it's, it's yeah. the same size of their mortgage. Yeah, so, no, it's awful. You no, know, they're just being they're being gouged by the government. There's uh, there's just frustration throughout. Uh, so, how would you deal with the guy in the corner office of the prime minister's office, Mr. Trudeau? Well, Mr. Trudeau, you know, you'd be the mayor. You'd be the you'd be the chief magistrate of the largest municipality in the country. Well, he has to be uh, accountable to the people of Toronto. Uh, keep in mind, they won every single seat in Toronto, and. Uh, People uh, are finally realizing, wow, you know, I still haven't found anyone that has voted him, voted for him, but uh, he does have constituents in Toronto. He has 22 seats, or not quite 22 seats, but he has quite a few seats in Toronto, and uh, we're the largest city in, in the country. So I, I would uh, definitely sit down and make sure that he uh, puts his fair share of infrastructure money in, and uh, that's what we need. We need uh, underground rapid transit in Toronto, where the uh, third or fourth largest city in North America, or larger than Chicago, but uh, we still have these streetcars uh, going down the middle of the road. We should be building rapid underground transit. We should be widening the roads. There's, there's mm-hmm. a war on the car in Toronto, mm-hmm. and they're putting main, uh, they're taking the, the main arterial roads, be it Bloor Street or Young Street, taking out lanes of traffic when 85% of the people drive, and, and they're putting bike lanes down. I'm not against bike lanes. Put them in the south, east, west, north of uh, the main arterial road. But don't put it down Bloor Street and Young Street. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Doug, there's a lot of controversy about the issue of immigration, and particularly people who are illegally entering the country and claiming refugee status. Toronto is a sanctuary city. Well, that's a slap in the face to all the legal uh, immigrants that have come in, and we have massive support in in the ethnic community. I I speak to these folks that are frustrated uh, that they've had a cousin or an uncle or brother or sister that have been waiting in line for years, and all of a sudden, they see a group of people, uh, you know, jumping the line. It's, it's like 
standing in a line for an event and someone jumps that line, you know, it turns into a riot. So let, let's uh, make sure that we have the proper uh, uh, process coming in. I think this country is great because we accept so many people, and I encourage that. But let's do it through a proper process. Would you try to change the sanctuary city status of Toronto? Well, everyone's welcome. That's more up to the federal government to make sure that they vet the people properly. No, but the the sanctuary city status is what Mr. Tory and the council voted for, and that gives uh, non-documented or illegal people in the in the city of Toronto rights to uh, Toronto um, services. And the objective is to not have police or authorities necessarily assist with immigration officials who are looking for an individual who's in the country illegally. Well, any, anyone, uh, you, you said the magical word, it's illegal. Yeah. It's, uh, you've done something illegal, the police, uh, the police have to deal with it. You go in and steal something from, the, from a store and you're walking out, that's illegal. You can't just ignore it and turn your back. So I, I think, first of all, we have to take care of the people that we have here from all over the world. I encourage immigration. I encourage people coming here and starting a, a new life and getting involved in the community and paying their taxes and being part of the community. But if you break the law, then uh, you have to pay the consequences. There. So you're all set. You're ready for this. And the campaign starts in May, is it? No, the campaign starts right now. It starts right now, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Where have I been for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> but, Roy, you're right. It officially... Uh, starts in May, and, and uh, we're, we're ready to go. People, I've, I've never, never had uh, a reaction like this in, in 30 years of being in politics. All right. We're uh, ready to go. Doug, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thanks. And I just got to mention, Roy, uh, social media. Uh, go to at Ford Nation if you, you're part of uh, social media, or go to our website, fordnation.ca. All right. Thanks, Doug. Okay. All the best. So we'll talk again. Doug Ford, running for the leadership, uh, he, announcing he will. The campaign officially begins, I think it is in May, but as he said, it's obviously already begun. So, since that's the case, my number is 800 263 2428. 1 800 263 Can you see Doug Ford as mayor of Toronto? If you're living in Toronto, would you vote for Doug Ford to. Um, remove John Tory from the mayor's office. 800-263-2428. Doug Ford for mayor of Toronto. Do you say yes or do you say no? 800-263-2428. Call me now.